Hey, this is Sean Leader. You're listening to American Hard Enduro. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Will with American Hard Enduro. We are sitting here at June 7th, and we've had a pretty quiet weekend as far as Hard Enduro racing goes around the U.S. Um, we're kind of in the calm before the storm right now. June 19th, 20th weekend, we've got Silver Mountain Extreme coming up uh, way out west, um, one of the Western Extreme Series races. Also, the same weekend, we got back on the East Coast, we got the River Monster in uh, Glenlyn, Virginia. It's a seer race. And then two weeks after that, Tough Like Roar in Tamaqua, Pennsylvania, followed by the very next weekend out west, Donner Hard Enduro in California. And then one no no break the next weekend bad medicine in uh, Little Hocking Ohio, so um, hopefully a lot of the guys are going to be making those races and, and letting us know how they've done. Um, right now we've got for you a little segment with Drew Kirby and Robert Moan of Tough Like Roar. Um, they're I guess their sign up is full right now, but you can get on the wait list for that event and um, go check it out. We've done it the last few years. It's it's one of the top-notch events that I've ever been to. I talk about great organization, great trail markings, super gnarly terrain. It's awesome. Go give it a try. Um, and as usual, this episode is brought to brought to you by SLM Racing, North Texas KTM. If you happen to be down in Arlington, Texas, give these guys a, uh, a look. Um, a lot of 22 KTM Sherco's coming in any day now. So if you're in the need for a new bike, Go down there, pick one out, and uh, we'll see you on the trail. Hey guys, True Kirby here with American Hard Enduro. I'm on the line with, we're officially calling him the trail boss of Tough Like Roar Hard Enduro in Tamaqua, Pennsylvania. Rob Moan, how are you? I'm good, Drew. Hey, you pronounced that pretty well. Way better than your uh, brother there, uh, Will Preston, who never oh. seems to pronounce it correctly. Well, at this point, it's a joke whether it's Tamaqua, Tamaqua, Tamaqua. That's we, you know, we've been there. This is be our third year, so or maybe our fourth year. So we're we're getting better. Um, I actually tried. So we talked a little bit before, and I asked you what exactly you were, uh, and you said you're just a member of the Roar motorcycle club but you're mainly or you're one of the people responsible for all of the trails at the property is that correct yeah me and a couple other guys in the club pretty much uh make the trail you know design the trail whatever uh you know fortunately i've had some experience going to uh, a few of these extreme races in the past few years and you know you try to take uh, the good out of all of them and try to incorporate it into our event fortunately we have some pretty gnarly nasty terrain uh to use and uh we do the best we can with it well I, I, one thing i will applaud you on is i remember over the years you never wanted people to push their bike you wanted it to be rideable and enjoyable <laughs> and you wanted people to get riding and uh, to get the riding in excuse me i think last year you started but this year you've officially taken the gloves off and just thrown it all at us is that would that be uh correct yeah, I think so. Uh, you know, we've definitely added some uh, new trail that's similar to uh, the harder stuff that we put in uh, last year. 
which was the wrong side of heaven. We, yep. We've added a bunch to that, probably made that section twice as long as what it was. And then uh, we added a new section. We're calling it Panama in honor of Eddie Van Halen's passing this past year. <laughs> Most of the trails we like to name after uh, rock and roll songs that we like. Yes. And well, uh, it's about a mile long and oof. it's going to be nasty. It's all uh, the, we call them traction rocks, uh, yes. similar to the, the rocks there, wrong side of heaven. It's kind okay. of the same basic area as where wrong side of heaven is. And it's towards the end of the lap. And we're going to put a hurting on you, I think, this year. Okay, well, you just you just went way out of order. Like I had somewhat of an outline, and you just jumped (laughs) right to like the last thing I was going to talk. Sorry. So so let's back up. What? How many years have we done stuff like, or have you guys done? Because I I missed at least the first like three or four. Uh, Six. We have six years under our belt. This is year number seven. Okay, and and I know early on, and and Max Gerston was there, and some other guys, and they said it was man, it was Mm -hmm. just like a fast hair scramble, and you know, you guys learned from that, made changes. Um, so well, you also have to realize, like, there wasn't an extreme discipline, you know, yep. five, six years ago when we started this. We started this race. I wanted to put on a tough hair scramble. That's why we ended up calling it Tough Leg Roar. And, yes, when we started this, I wanted the whole course to be rideable. But now the extreme series has just seem to blown up and the top guys have just improved year after year and and now yeah you got to put in some really gnarly technical hard stuff to you know even challenge them guys now that there is a discipline for it so now we've reached the the time and and we're we're gonna make you push your bike drew (laughs) well so uh, as as tradition always is it's july 4th weekend i think it's what the second third and fourth seconds on a friday uh, we'll be racing Saturday and Sunday. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. What? Let's just start with the schedule. I think the classes are in line with the AMA Extreme Championship. So we've got pro, pro women, A, B, C, 45 plus, and a women's class. Does that sound right? Yes. Okay. And then I know in the past, what do we have? Two races Saturday and possibly two races Sunday, depending on how you're doing. Yes. The race is on Saturday. Each rider is going to race twice. Okay. Uh, it's on two different five mile courses. They're going to do two laps on the five mile course. So it's going to be each race is 10 miles. And we add those uh, two races together and the top 30 will automatically advance to the tough leg roar main event Sunday afternoon. Okay. Well, and, and, and I know one thing you've done. Um, so then there'll be the rest of the field, which I think there's what 300. So Mm -hmm. the, the other what 270 will be going to that Sunday morning race, correct? We don't take all 270. We take oh, the next, okay, yep, yep, you're we right. We take the right. next hundred and twenty. Okay. So thirty-one through one fifty. Okay. We'll be in that okay. Sunday we'll advance race. to Sunday mornings. Plus the pro women and plus all of the amateur women. Okay. All right. And then let's see, you guys moved everything up. If memory serves yes. me, are we starting that final race on sat- Sunday, the main event, a little earlier this year? We're starting it the same as last year. Uh, okay. 11, 11 o'clock is going to be the main event, right. and you're going to have five hours. Five hours. Okay, because I know we got into that one year where there was no time limit. and mm-hmm. There needs to be a time limit just so we know yes. when we can throw the towel in and go home. It's not, a, Abs- it's not on our, our call. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. 
at four o'clock, no matter where you are on the course, the race is done. We're going to start tearing things down and whatever checkpoint you made it to before four o'clock, that's where you're going to be scored till. All right. Well, that was actually, so the next question, there will be checkpoints. Um, and then in years past to complete the race, you had to do two laps to get a finishing medal, which I've been close, but no cigars. So what, where are we at now this year? Uh, yes. Uh, so one lap it, and the main event is roughly 13 miles. Okay. We took out a little bit of the, you know, the, the easier hard stuff and, you know, added, uh, the new stuff that we put in for this year. So one lap's 13 miles. Okay. And yes, to be considered a finisher, you need to do the two laps in less than five hours. Oh God. So I thought we were going to get, I thought we were going to get about it. If, oh. I was thinking about it, Drew, and we talked about it at our club meeting. And, yep. and you know what? These medals are special. And <laughs> you, you, you got to finish the race to get a tough leg roar medal. Okay, so if it, I remember last year, what was it you told me? All I had to do was average 6.7 miles per hour to finish. Yep. Uh -huh. And I, I did a lap in one check, maybe. And I, I, I literally kept thinking the entire time I would be going fast. I'm like, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. And then I'd get something <laughs> slow and I'd be so frustrated. Um, so you need to figure out that magic number so I can look at my odometer and, and my miles per hour and uh, my speedometer, I should say, and see how fast I need to go. Well, it's, you're going to have to even go slower than you did last year because the mileage is a little less. So it's only 26 miles okay, you know, was, in, was in five a, hours. What was it, a 30 last year? Is that what it was? It was 30, yes. Okay. So All right. the total's about four miles shorter. Yeah, so you took out the easy, fast stuff and threw harder stuff in. Perfect. Yep. 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 That's mm -hmm. what you guys want. That's what we do. Uh, all right. So then I know there was talk when we, so what Rob and I were referring to, he had talked about if you made one lap, you would get a medal. Um, but so now I guess no, it's not easy like Roar. It's tough like Roar. Um, and then what the pros, are they, are they two laps? Are they, what are they? Are they just two laps and you're done? The pros are two laps or, or and the, you're done. I guess the top guys, because I'm a pro and I, yes. I don't, I don't, I'm being yes. lucky to make two laps. Yes, the, the race is going to be two laps or five hours, okay. you know, whatever comes first. Okay. And so. uh, last year it took Cody two hours and 50 minutes to finish our race. And 11 guys finished the race in the allotted five hour time limit. Oh, so man. I would, I, we, I think we got a few more, you know, fast guys this year, but obviously we made the course harder. So I would think, again, you're going to be somewhere around that 10 rider you know, actually finishing the, the two laps in five hours. Well, so I look, you guys are sold out. It's funny. It said you're sold out, but then it said 299 entries. So yeah, I don't, I don't know, know why it does that yeah. live laps. I, no I noticed that. So I checked, but I counted there are 50 pro riders signed up. You are correct. Yeah. And we are sold out, but we are not going to turn away any pro rider, male okay. or female. So uh, I think we have it somewhere on our instagram or facebook i'm terrible at all that social media stuff but <laughs> if you message uh one of the members in our club who posted this if you're a pro we will still allow you to sign up but everybody else sorry we're gonna keep it at at 300 well, well and i was wondering about that because it was i was actually with your son Jarrett moan who lives down here now as i'm sure most people know and we were talking and you guys were getting close to being full and he was like man you better tell any pros that we're not going to let him in like last year. Cause I think Colton 
didn't sign up or somebody didn't sign up. Um, uh-huh. I actually, I actually text Jordan Ashburn and he's like, Oh man, I'm already signed up. Yep. Uh, so, but that, well, that is good to hear. Cause I actually looked at the pro women. I think there was five of them signed up and yes. Shelby Turner's not signed up and she's been we, doing really uh, well. Yeah. We, we talked to her, uh, our Reverend Joe, who's mm-hmm. involved with the ECA hair scramble series yep. uh, at the last one, Thorn Devlin, you know, races them. And I guess, Thorne and Shelby are, are an item. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Joe said that she, that he talked to Shelby and she's planning on doing our race. Yeah. I was, I, I know she was trying to get out to her, get up to Michigan and uh, couldn't get a ride up there. So that's why she wasn't up there. But uh, so just a side fact here, Oh, let's she hear it. won, she won the a two fifty class at uh, ECA hair scramble this past weekend. I, I, she's fast. There's no, she doubt. smoked yeah. all the men. Say Hair Scrambles is a very good competitive series. A lot of fast guys have come so that, out of the ECA. That's probably what the third fastest class. I mean, well, you got you got pro men. Is there a pro two or is it just double A? No, there's just double A, and okay. then there's two fifty A. That's that's oh, probably geez. the second fastest class. Well, I I, I learned early at National Enduros that they they definitely gave me all or more than I wanted. <laughs> uh, okay, so back to y'all's race. So. You talked about the new section. We're going to get there in a minute. So are the okay. old sections, there, there was, let's see, there was heaven that we cut out. Then there was wrong side of heaven, which you made twice as long last year. I can't talk. And, and you want to hear the best part, Drew? What's that? You got so, it longer? No, no. So last year, you only did the wrong side of heaven Oh, once that's right. Yep, because yep, yep. it was at the beginning of the lap. Yep. Well, we switched things around, and okay. the course just is going to get progressively harder as okay. the, the lap goes on. Try okay. to, you know limit the bottlenecks to a minimum i i hate you know oh, the bottlenecks i see so many of them in all these races i see 40 guys sitting 50 yards from the start and they can't do anything so you know we try to put the hardest stuff at the end of the lap now there is still some plenty hard stuff you know early on most of our hard stuff early on has some multiple lines it's not just a one line shoot that uh you know you got to wait through but so the wrong side of heaven, you're going to have to do it twice this year, Ooh. along with Panama and all the new stuff that, that we put in. Okay. Because well, it's at the end of the lap. Let's back up because it's been a year since I've even thought about this. So our starting order on Saturday, it will be rows of 10 and it's by sign up time, correct? I think it's going to be rows of 15. Okay. And it's by sign up time, correct? Okay. And then it'll obviously be I like be classes as well. It will be pros and then, you know, A's. It's going to so be pro class, the A class, and the 45 class are going to okay. be the first race. And then oh, the okay. second so, race, which will be on the same course, will be yep. pro women, B, C, and then amateur women. Okay. So then that's the morning race. The afternoon race on Saturday, are, are you guys going to reshuffle that based on the morning race or are you just going to start where sign up again? No, you're, we're going to start them the same way. Uh, okay. Start them how they started for the first race. You're going to be in that same line as okay. uh, you were. Okay. And then I, that's usually confusing because I know at Rev Limiter, a lot of people thought we were getting shuffled around based on Moto 1 or Race 1. And okay. it, was, it was like that. You were starting in the same row, even though it's mm-hmm. better or worse. Um, yes. And then, so then moving on to Sunday, obviously that top 30 will be um, advanced. And mm-hmm. then how many are you going to take out of that Sunday morning race to go into the main event? Uh, the top 30 from the first race on Sunday yep. will then make up the fourth, fifth, and sixth row for the main event. 
Okay, and then that is that going to be rows of fifteen, or is that going to be rows of ten? That's rows of ten. Okay, and then six rows of ten. Six rows of ten. Is that going to be time adjusted, or is it going to be like last year where we're fifteen seconds nope. apart? There, you're just fifteen seconds apart. That's your advantage. You know, that's your incentive to okay. do well on Saturday and not just cruise. So you can okay. be up towards the front as of you know instead of being you know on a later row. Because I remember that that start on the Sunday afternoon race was, I mean, it was the first rows throwing stuff everywhere. Or the row in front of you is, and I think mm -hmm. it was live engine and, you know, 15 seconds, boom, there goes the flag again. Yep. Um, okay. That was, I wanted to refresh my memory. So back to the old sections, like I said, we said wrong side of heaven. Prison sex was the one I gave you hard time about the mm -hmm. name just for kids. But again, I'm not a music person. So <laughs> you, you informed me of that. Um, was down in a hole a section? Absolutely. It was right okay. before prison sex. Okay. I, we walked down in a hole and then prison sex. And I was looking at down in a hole like it was nothing. And it, it almost broke me. Uh, <laughs> it was just, it was so hot and there was no air moving. And I just remember being like demoralized because I'm like, this wasn't even what I thought was going to be hard. Mm -hmm. You know, I was expecting prison sex. And then what's the one on past prison sex? Um, Wicked Garden. No, not... Um, Pit of McMisery. Oh, that one's before. That's before. Okay. okay that's down before. in a hole and okay. prison sucks. All right. Because what then just roughly which are we going to start out and go off the big coal hill or are we going out the other way? No, you're basically doing the course the exact same way. Uh, okay. The one thing we did do, like uh, the 409s, which are kind of in the beginning, like you. Mm -hmm did the 409 and then you did maybe four miles and then came yep. back and did another section of 409. Well, we combined them two sections of 409 together. So now it's just one section of 409 and you're going to run it the opposite way. You're really actually oh, really? running it somewhat uphill. Okay. Cause you know, I, we always, it, it was like, like you just said, we came in in the middle, turned mm -hmm. up the mountain and went left. Mm -hmm. So I assume instead of coming below it, we're just going to get into it and go mountain, right? Correct. Yeah, okay. you're going to you're going to get into it from where we came out of it last year. Yep. And you're going to okay. do both sections all as one. And then you're just going to head out towards all those fun trails that you named earlier. Pit of McMisery, Down in a Hole and Prison Sex. <laughs> well, so then where is Panama? You said it's towards the end of the lap. And that's. Yep. So if you guys haven't seen, I think it's up to like part nine. Nine. Of, Correct. Of Panama. They put them out on YouTube and, and Facebook, I believe. Um, and it's just clips, what, two to three minutes of you guys riding this, uh, this new section. So is it over yep. by um, heaven or wrong side of heaven, or is it just somewhere out there? No, it's it's over near where uh, wrong side of heaven is. Okay. Uh, like if you're walking up the hill, like if you were a spectator and going to wrong side of heaven, just okay. keep going to the right. And okay. that's where it is. You're going to do our new section, Panama. Then you're going to do actually stairway to heaven the opposite way you're going to go down stairway to heaven and that's okay. going to lead you right into the wrong side of heaven oh man so we've got panama which well what would you say now is probably the hardest section panama uh panama and wrong side of heaven are all similar you know they're all the same sort of trail so just to give you a little idea last year the wrong side of heaven just had two short ups and downs in it you know yeah. you went <laughs> up and then down and then you went up again and down again Okay, so you just yeah. had two ups and downs. Now, the, uh, if you add together Panama and the wrong side of heaven, now there's like nine of them. Oh, my God. Short little rocky uphills, you know, followed by downhill. Okay, and so it's kind of all going to be linked together then. 
right there. Correct. Plenty of time to catch your breath and, and cruise. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Uh, well, and, and, and one thing I liked about the race is it actually getting up to wrong side of heaven. And that isn't too bad of a walk. I mean, it's a little bit of a hike, but it, it's well worth yeah. it. I think if you, if you don't make, make that Sunday main event, um, or if you're there with, with some riders, it's, it's definitely worth checking out. Absolutely. You can be there easily in, you know, 10 minutes. And like, I've always said, I always wanted to put the race on thinking of the riders first. Uh, with that in mind, we always do try to, you know, accommodate the spectators, you know, and last year they only saw them come through wrong side of heaven. You know, the one time I know people waited up there a long time till the riders, you know, got there. Well, this year being towards the end of the lap and making them do it twice. So they're going to see the top guys come through wherever they're standing twice. And hopefully, you know, the majority of the riders at least come through once. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and back to that 409 and business 409, the first year we came there, I just remember seeing that, like, how are we going to get through that? And then <laughs> last year it was just, it was more of a, how quickly can we get through this? Yeah. Um, so yeah. every year you run a trail, it just gets a little bit easier. You know, we've definitely found that out. You were talking about down in a hole, you yeah. know, you, you know, Joey, my buddy, Joey, he's oh, one yeah. of the three of guys that, you know, really helps me out a lot cutting the trail. He went through down in a hole in three minutes the other day. I, I couldn't believe it. That's well, all it took him. Three minutes. Well, and and when and we he went the it, hardest way through there. When we did it, like I said, we walked it, you know, sometimes it, it looks easier when you're walking it, obviously. There was like a tree that was in the way and it was like all you could do to just get to it. It got slimy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you had to lift your bike over this tree and then it was just, but I guess all that, all that silt and, and fluff has gotten ridden off and got ridden in which that makes me happy (laughs) i'm not gonna lie (laughs) (laughs) well i think there was a lot of people you know down there during their first lap of the race and i think people just end up you know moving stuff around and make the trail a little more passable because they're there stuck or they can't get them they can't get moving well in in i don't remember the section's name it's it's on out in that that whole area there's one where you drop down and there's water and you can take a high line and you don't want to fall off into that pool. Mm-hmm. Um, that's in prison. The end of prison sucks. Okay. That's it. I, I couldn't remember. Like you said, it, you know, in a race, it all kind of blurs together. Um, well, so if, if you guys are coming to the race, Rob, what would you say to go walk, you know, it, on Saturday for the Saturday races, anything, anything you'd recommend just, you, know, you mean from a spectator standpoint or from uh, a rider no, spec- from a, standpoint? Well, I, I don't care. I'm going to be riding. So for a rider standpoint, of course, of course, <laughs> for a rider standpoint, we have some, new, a little bit of new stuff in all of the races. Uh, okay. we've, or, you know, we've, we've added some stuff in the first two races up near, we call Shaun of the dead. It's okay. kind of like on your way up to Stairway to Heaven. It's on your right. We'll, we'll put some uh, ribbon up so riders or spectators can get up there. And then in the afternoon race, they're always, uh, oh, what's the political, I guess, Bear Crap Trail, we'll call it. Oh, since, uh, forgot it. Yeah, that was the highlight. Drew wants to keep this child friendly. You know, yeah, we're trying to be, that, it was, it's Bear Scat, I think is what we went with. <laughs> so uh that's that was good that was good spectating and we added a little section after that uh that that's gonna be pretty pretty snotty and pretty ignorant just for a very short period it's only about 20 yards or so but uh it's gonna be pretty ugly and that'll be in uh, saturday's races what's the one all the way out past bear scat 
where you go up and do the switchbacks. It was, I mean, it was all the way to the far right. Bisexual, Drew. Bisexual. You can't remember them? I, no, I try to block you go out up the hills both stuff. ways. Yes, I, I remember. I just, it was funny. I, I, I forgot. I had forgotten about that one. I have all my, you know, I wrote down several of them and that one did not jog my memory. I tried to <laughs> well, forget we, about it. Do we want to get into something else that I didn't even like enlighten you about yet? You know, we're just oh. still talking about lap one. Oh, what are no, we going to do on lap two? Because I never got to Camel Toe. I, no, I never you did didn't. it. No, no I didn't. you didn't. No. You never got there. Uh-uh. So on lap two, last year, there were, uh, you, last year, you did the wrong side of heaven only on the second lap. You know, yep. you're going to do that both laps this time. So this year, when you come through the second lap, it's going to be about four or five miles in. It's all, they're all close together. It's all like around where sickness is, 50 minutes. And bisexual, those trails all kind of run parallel on either okay. side of the, the, the hills there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're going to get halfway through sickness and then you're going to turn right and go up a pretty big hill towards a uh, 50 minute trail. It's not a hill where you can get any run at and there's just big rocks in it. Uh, it looks a lot like machine, I think, at Erzberg. Oh, you know, cool. that kind of that, mm-hmm. that there's like a V with some big rocks yep. in it and yep. you're just going to have to kind of it took joey 30 minutes to go up but one guy we've sent one guy up it joey it took him 30 minutes but he did it without any help wow um god 30 minutes okay so that's on lap two though do we we and then do we have a name for this uh we're calling that uncle joe's garage (laughs) or joe is that is that chaplain joe or is that joey (laughs) no that's that's a different joe okay so then after you do that, then where we were talking about bisexual, so that has bisexual has two pivot turns in it. Yep. The first one goes to the left yep. and then the second one goes to the right. I remember. All right. Well, the second lap you come through here, you're not going to do that second pivot turn to the right. You're Oof. just going to continue going straight up mm. and you're going to take that all the way to the top uh, of 50 I know, minute I, trail. I, I think I remember Nick Dudukovich knocking his pipe out right there one year, and he, yes. he was in two that years area ago. for two years ago. Yes, not last year. Um, he was in that turn, beating absolutely. Yeah, okay. I know that that spot well, and I I didn't like what was up in there. I don't think it didn't look good. And then, so that's only about a half a mile or so from then where Camel Toe was, which you didn't quite make it there last no. year. No. And then, so last year Camel Toe went up this notch and then went out to the right. Yep. And instead of going out to the right, we're making you go out to the left and we're going to make you climb another 20 or 30 feet up this coal hill. So we got three sections fairly close together, uh, about a quarter of their way through the second lap that are that are going to you know add some time to the lap for sure. Well, so we so then if we make a lap, then we have to think, OK, it's going to be even harder the second lap, because, you know, usually once I make a lap, I think, OK, mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to this spot, this spot and this spot. So now I've got three unknowns to even think about if i make a lap or i should say let me rephrase when i make a lap when you make a lap you're gonna make a lap we're gonna pay you money this year drew have you ever won money at a motorcycle race drew no i haven't well does ktm cash count no that does not count money given out by the by the race event what did i tell you drew i (laughs) told you not to use the p word well you're not the promoter i just said given out by the promoter gotcha well it, it, so that was the last thing on my list i've got it with exclamation points around it was the purse so 
Um, one thing you've always given me a hard time about is you guys aren't doing this to make money. You're doing it to have an awesome event. Um, and so last year you guys were pretty successful, made a little extra money and you decided to give a lot of that back. Is that accurate? Absolutely. That is accurate. So if anybody hadn't seen it, it was funny. Rob was telling me, God, I don't know what race I was at. You were texting me, talk to the pros, see if you can get them to come to the race. Um, this is how big the purse is. And then, uh, I said, I need a breakdown that we can post somewhere. Um, <laughs> and so you, you guys have built that. Um, and it, it's pretty good paying back to 20th place, I believe. That is correct. 19th or 20th? 20th. 20th okay. place is, is going to be $200. All right. Well, that's, I, I'm, my goal is 20th or better. Um, but that's pretty first cool. Place, what, I was going to say, what's first place getting? $7,000. And well, so if, if you're looking in your crystal ball, Rob, and you've got to put a name on that check, who, whose name's going on that check? Oh, I don't know. We're just going to have to wait and see, you know, it seems like it's been a, a battle between Tristan and Cody at most of the races so far this year. So yeah. I would certainly think that those two have to be the favorites and I'd probably lean towards Cody only because he was there last year. And, you know, I think it means a lot when you kind of know what to expect. Yep. Well, and, and one thing Tristan's talked about and, and he's like, Cody's just so good in the rocks and getting through stuff. You know, not only is he getting through it clean, which saves time, he's saving energy because he's not wasting energy pushing. Um, and Tristan, you know, he said, I'm better at the hill climbs and the big hills and, and Cody's better at getting through the rocks. And you guys have a pretty good mix of everything, but there's definitely a lot of big rocks and, and tiptoeing through stuff. Absolutely. Um, so I don't know. And then, so last year, like Rob said, Cody was there. He got first. Um, Colt Tristan was not there. Um, I don't know why he missed the race. If he had something going on, he couldn't uh, get uh, across the border. Okay. Is that what it was? He couldn't get into the United States cause he was coming from Canada. He okay. got into the States the, the following week and oh, then was man. at, uh, the Ohio race two weeks later. Well, and, and so then second place, Colton Haker had it wrapped up and then had a heat stroke. And luckily he, he was good. He was kind of, you know, he, he'll even talk about it out of his mind, didn't know where he was, what was going on. And um, so the big surprise was Ryder LeBlanc got second there last year and was kind of his coming out party. And uh, he's continued doing that this year. And he's a, local, sure. PA, he's a local PA kid. Yes, he is. Uh, he's. He's taken that step, I think, up to, you know, them, them top four guys, you know, Cody, Cody, Tristan, uh, Colton and uh, Taylor. So uh, I think it's no longer just four you got to contend with. I think I think he's the fifth. Well, and one thing I've talked to him about quite a bit is is this mode of scoring is just it, if you get one bad race, it kills you. And in Michigan, he won the he got third in the third race, but he had a moto score of six in the first one. Um, it's just hard to come back from that. Uh, the same yeah. thing happened in Iowa. He had one bad race and, you know, I think uh, I want to say everybody, but I think a lot of the guys are looking forward to a long race that is kind of, you get with like your finish is your finish. You know, you don't have to worry about what you did in the morning or the day before it's that race settles it and, you know, may the best man win or get second or third. So. Um, exactly. You know, like I do like the fact that the, the clubs or the races, you know, can kind of put their own spin on how they want to, you know, hold the event. They're not held to a certain, you know, this is how it's got to be, um, you know, in the format of their races. And if you want to use, you know, multiple races, combine everything, you know, so be it. But I do think that the way we do it is the best way. Like, like you said, you, you have one long race 
and you know where you stand. You know, if you're in third place, well, that's that's where you're going to be. You know, you don't have to take into account other races. Well, and, and, and other races that aren't as difficult. And that's what kind of gets me. It's like this is hard enduro or extreme enduro or extreme off road, whatever you want to call it. It's, you know, it's not a, a, a 30 minute hot lap. Counts the same, yeah, it counts the same as the main event, which is the hardest one. Um, yeah, so I, I definitely like it. You know, y'all's race, you know, you get uh, of all the races, I think, you know, tough like Roar, you get the most miles for sure. Um, uh, you know, Battle of the Goats was the kind of the longest and the hardest. And and now he's added a hot lap or excuse me, a prologue hot lap qualifier on Saturday. So, you know, you're getting more riding there plus a six hour main event on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to both both of those race, your race stuff like Roar and uh, Battle of the Goats for sure. Yeah, uh, you know, a lot of people love that race. And, you know, like we're not trying to necessarily just be the toughest race out there. You know, we're trying to trying to make the riders happy and, and give people, you know, an opportunity to be on their dirt bike for the weekend. You know, we have such a large purse because we get a good turnout. You know, we filled 300 spots. And yeah, that's, you, you know, like you're not going to have people drive six or eight hours if they, you know, can only ride their, their motorcycle for, you know, two miles because they can't get up a hill and we want to give them some seat time. And I, I think we do that. Well, and, that, and that's what uh, I heard a lot of people say about the Iowa race, the Iowa and hard enduro, and they made a format change and we did a hot lap that ended up being 30 minutes. And then Moto one was supposed to be two laps, two hours. And because of some of the severe bottlenecks, they said, let's just make it one lap but only the top 30 made it to the final race. And so, you know, you had, I think it was 170 people because 200 signed up that drove anywhere from two to 20 hours to ride for an hour and 10 minutes total. Mm-hmm. So, and, you know, it, it didn't go over well and, you know, they, they understood and they reached out and said, yeah, we messed up, you know, we, that, well, that was only their second year, you know, yep. we're, we're learning things. We're in our seventh year. We learn something every year. You know, it, it's not easy to, to put on an event where you're pleasing you know, everybody, you know, it's very hard to make Cody Webb, Drew Kirby, and your, your, you know, your, your average B rider, you know, happy, but uh, the clubs will figure it out. You know, they just need a couple more years under their belt. Well, and, and one thing, you know, a big thank you guys to the whole roar club, because you guys have always kind of set the standard by how many members you guys have out there, whether it's, you know, giving out water, helping, make sure the trail, we know where to go every day out there in the orange shirt that's got roar on it and big black letters. And, um, it, it really set the standard and, you know, showed us how a club's supposed to run a race. And, you know, you guys were the first race granted. It's always, how is it always 95 degrees there, but <laughs> you guys are the first race that has cases of water just sitting on the trail. And it, you know, it, it's always awesome when you pull up and you're dying to have someone open up a, a, even if it's not cold and dump a mm-hmm. bottle of water and dump it down your back, just nothing better. So thank you guys for putting on a great race and, uh, and, and all the support. Cool. Well, we're glad you guys liked it and we enjoyed doing it. All right. So, well, I guess, I guess that's it. You got anything else? Um, anything else you want to talk about? Yeah. 20th Drew, you're not setting your standards very high there. Come on, well, buddy. Hey, 20th? Listen, I, that'll be beating. Well, what were you like, last year? You were, you were like remember. 13th or 14th last year, weren't you? Was I? Have you seen the pro list though? It got it, it's gotten longer. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It has. Uh, right, well, and, but and, you're and, not well, getting faster. You're just getting slower and older. Uh, is that what uh, is going on? I, I, unfortunately, yes. <laughs> but 
and and uh we're just yeah we're gonna leave it at slow older and slower but no i'm uh i'm really looking forward to it and i think 20th is possible but you know like you just said earlier about the top guys everybody seems to be getting better from you know even that group of guys that we're with or that like i say we're like our you know the guys we race against it's just there's so many guys that just come out of the woodwork like who's this guy where'd he come mm-hmm. from um and you know there's just it seems like a lot more people are doing it and a lot more people are getting good at it um, for sure great. i mean that's the the goal is to grow the sport so we'll take it well i i think it is for sure so now we got to figure out so there's a bet between your son and uh a, a buddy of ours named sam sylvie and so jared hadn't been riding he's been working a lot <laughs> And Sam actually hurt his back and he bought a boat and he's been on that boat an awful lot. <laughs> so I'm, uh, I think Jared's got it. If his bike will finish. Is, is yeah. The, well, uh, does he know a good mechanic? Uh, hey, there's only so much, so much you can do to that thing. <laughs> he, we, he, we were working on, uh, we were getting ready to go ride and he drained the gear oil and it didn't have hardly any gear oil in it. I'm like, when was the last time you changed it? He goes, I change it every ride. I'm like, oh man, where's it all going? It's going somewhere. Huh. So, but uh, he, so what? What's the bet? Oh, whoever. I heard wins. it's something like a a, a French made outfit or something. Well, a TKO is that what it is? It is the winner gets to pick the outfit for the loser at TKO. Okay. So, and I don't know if it's the whole weekend or if they have to race in it or what. <laughs> stand by this could be i think it was like hashtag moan sylvie challenge um but kids huh uh, yeah kids i'm i'm old and slow right i don't i don't do that but well rob man thank you for your time we're looking forward to it we've got what do we have two weeks and then the uh sticks and stones out in idaho and then two weeks after that is y'all's race and uh hopefully we can get some mid 70s you know cool weather i'll take that That'd be nice, but I wouldn't bet on it. Hey, can I just say one more thing about uh, we're having the the two riding schools the Monday after the race. Okay. Uh, Cody Webb is having a riding school. I think, I'm not sure. I think there might be one spot left open for that. Okay. And Rachel Gudish is also having a riding school for any uh, ladies that want to uh, try to improve their skills, be it on extreme stuff or just, you know, regular trail. You know, she's also fast in the enduros and gnccs and everything else she does so we only have a couple ladies signed up so far but i think it might be a little intimidating to some of them that oh you know it's she's going to give us extreme lessons and it's not just that you know she can teach you a lot about bike skills and and you know what you need to you know go fast on some regular trail not just extreme trail so if you're interested in, you know, maybe getting a little better, be it if you're a man or a woman, um, maybe just check out uh, the riding schools that we're having the day after the race. Well, absolutely. Cody did one last year. Was is it you yep. that said you tagged along and kind of just you didn't participate. You just watched and, and kind of yep. spectated and it was pretty awesome. Yeah, we, we had a great time. It, it was cool. He does, he does some unbelievable stuff. And yep. then towards the end of the day, he was screwing around at the, the like the wrong side of heaven and he was just blazing trails on a four stroke that was clapped out. It wasn't his bike. <laughs> it had a regular tire on it. It wasn't even a gummy tire. And he was going up things like it just blew my mind, you know, and he's like, he's like, oh, if you guys make trail there, they're, they're going to hate you. And well, we made trail there. So, yeah, well, hey, uh, that's 
that's what it takes to challenge those guys. I mean, like you said, he was on a bike that wasn't his with a knobby tire and was still, you know, making it look easy. So, well, Rob, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's time to call it a night. And uh, Sounds good. thanks for your time. We'll see you here. And I guess it's right out. Actually, it's a month, right out a month away. So everyone get ready. Yep. Better start working out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Rob. See you, Drew. Bye.